0: You asked for uh, how you pronounce my name. Yes. So I'm curious on how you were pronouncing it until now.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So I have I have like three guesses, and don't tell me which one it is. Yeah. In, in, until I tell you Shoot all it. three.
0: Shooty. Let's go.
1: The three pronunciations I had in my head were Shanjeline. Okay. Shanjeline. Okay. Change and change line. So okay. I had four actually. I was just thinking changeline, like just oh really leading into the Frenchness of it, you know. Oh my
0: god, that's a good what? French accent actually oh Damn. thank you
2: I, I, I had to go to, I went to music school and learned the, like French and German and uh, Italian but you know oh, I that's why. three of them so not like you know you know what I'm saying I'm a fucking fluent in this shit
1: but <laughs> and here's where we find out it's a sixth pronunciation we haven't <laughs> said yeah.
0: it's it's dang it
1: I should have known oh the C is silent ah.
0: the C is silent <laughs> the G Freaking is silent <laughs> oh my god fucking french people no actually i'm okay with with all the pronunciation you just said it's just that how i me i i like came up with that name it was with my french accent so it was changeline changeling works and people been calling me change uh,
2: like a changeling oh I get that's it. Why
0: yeah. I is thinking that what I are going for in. wait yeah. wait exactly
2: <laughs> I was thinking about doing the, the intro because it does involve French
1: <laughs> I know
2: oh, you I... wanted to do it
1: so bad if you want French. to go ahead and do the intro are you with gonna... this cold ass intro that we've already yeah.
2: started how the lyric goes j- just to set it up the lyric <laughs> is is like flash is fast flash is cool Francois c'est pas flash ain't <gasps> no do. And so, so that means nothing. That yeah, it. I just want to get your raw reaction.
0: Wait. I'm reading the lyrics right now on Genius. That doesn't make. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense. Oh no. <laughs> okay.
2: So so what they they uh, put there. I think that's even makes even less sense. I, I think France soir. I think that is. I think they just heard soir and they think oh night. That must be what I mean. I think it's Francois, like the name. Francois. Yeah, like the name
0: exactly. Yeah. So they they are like they are making a rhyme with like France soir and soir is like the evening or like the night, but like. <laughs> Oh my god, Francois, c'est pas Flash et nous deux? That doesn't make any sense. But that that sounds cool. Thank I'm sure it. that's what
1: they were just thinking. It sounds yeah. cool, let's just
2: that do right. that. Cool. It's just fucking French. No, but what I think they're saying is, Francois is like a common French name, right? Like a t- every Tom, mm-hmm. Dick, or Harry, that sort of thing. Where yeah. it's Like, the average guy ain't like Flash and my friends and my crew. No. Like, Francois, ce n'est pas Flash et nous deux. Like, you know what I'm saying. Okay. So the average guy ain't like us, you know. That's nah. what I think they're saying. And 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 now that I've gotten, I, I'm so glad because I've gotten a French-speaking person's like you know <laughs> uh, nod of approval. Like, wait a minute, that grammatically comes together now. So now when my write uh, my uh, upcoming episode, I now have the uh, official uh, nod of approval. If you were to say what I think they're trying to say in French, I was going to take my pass at it uh, doing the intro for the podcast. So, <clears throat> Fab Rap Critic says, everybody's fly, Muse Mouth spinning, I said, my, my, going off, super cool, Changeline, pas mal, oh, no, do, it's the going On hey!
0: Podcast. Let's hey! go. What's going on?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. That was gas. I want to hear. Oh my god, I want to hear some sound effects on that. Like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh, you got it. They're all in there in <laughs> You can have sound effects on Discord now. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my fucking god. You just did it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> Calls. I've been on Discord calls where people are, were throwing random fucking porn sounds while you were talking to someone and you're like, oh my god, oh what are gosh. you doing?
1: It's going off podcast, Rav Critic, Muse, Shangeline joining us on the call, on the pod this week. Interview, a chat segment in the making for, oh my god, when did I reach out to you originally? Because it was a long fucking time ago at this oh my point, god. it feels yeah. like
0: think it was a couple of months ago while i was working on the album Uh, it's called i'm looking at the damn ceiling again it's a long ass name yeah you reached out uh and i remember that you were not the only one reaching out so that was surprising because like a couple of a couple of like radio and podcast messaged me at the same time but yeah it was a couple of months ago yeah it was a couple of months ago and i said to everyone uh i'm working i cannot uh later
1: (laughs) RC and I have been doing this show for almost a decade at this point. And in that time, we've kind of seen the rise of, like, Bandcamp and the quote-unquote, like, Bandcamp rappers and the yeah. SoundCloud rappers and stuff like that. So, when we started it, it was SoundCloud. Then Bandcamp showed up. And now, you're the first person we've had on the show who... I don't know if you're mainly known from TikTok but that's how I found you in the first place.
0: Most of the time it's TikTok. It's been TikTok for like uh the beginning of 2023 where I had like a little blow up with my song Octopus Lady that now everyone has heard oh, uh man, if they that shit was Yeah, everyone everyone who comes up to me if they are if they are not French they come up to me saying that they like this song and if they are French they come they can come to me saying that they like my other song that blew up like a, a couple of a couple of months after that uh, that is called uh, Anarchonas with a very cool French accent mm mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I like that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know why? You, you've sparked something because really I have like a difficult relationship with TikTok, to be honest. So that's the place where I have the most followers. I have something like 45K or something right now, uh, which been, I, I'm i looking at this number and I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot of people to fit in one room. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is kind
2: of crazy to think about, right? Like when you yeah. when you <laughs> do something and you see the view count on it, it's like, I will never probably see these yeah. people like in my eye line, but yeah, like that's how many shit. people are seeing this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> holy shit! Even though that's the place where I have the most following, it's not the place where I feel like like it's not the the most relevant place for me, at least as an artist. Because TikTok is really has really something special, uh, in comparison with other social media in the fact that you can blow up in like a day but then completely disappear the next day
2: the 15 minutes of fame has now like (laughs) got
0: literal it's crazy it's crazy and it's like and i feel like you don't really get really the sense of people following you on tiktok because like when you start subscribing to someone, that doesn't mean you're going to see every content they put out. Because, like, you're on your FYP. You're on your FYP. So, you're not really looking at everyone. Like, if you're, like, subscribing to at least 10 people and they and they produce content every day or every two days or every three days or even every week, you're going to be full every day. So, th- there's not much chance that you're going to see... All the all the things I've been making, even though you've been subscribed to me, so that's why I'm not really like I don't f- I don't feel like TikTok is that relevant for me as a way to connect to people who support me as an artist. It's more of a place where I <laughs> I saw that I could blew up, I could blew up there, and I blew up there. It's a tool. It's really just a tool, and it's like every time I put something on TikTok, I'm like, well, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Let's you know. Let's just see. And I don't even produce content a lot. Like I have some friends that produce content every fucking day on this platform, and I'm like, "Holy shit, how are you guys doing this?" <laughs> <all
1: good. laughs> I've come across um someone I've known you to work with in the past, uh Damage, who is yeah. also on TikTok, who yeah. I hope to someday get on the show. Also, is kind of in that same line. Like your TikTok is promoting music kind of giving updates on songs you're working on giving like okay here's how this beats coming along here's a little snippet what I've been noticing more and more on damages is like kind of leaning more into the TikTok,
0: that kind of content she doesn't like just promote her music she like does things every day she hopes on trends and she see what's happening Uh. Yeah, I'm more into like I use TikTok as just an outlet for my music, so I'm going to talk almost only about my music. Sometimes I do something different because I find something funny, but like I'm not a I'm not a content, I'm not a content creator. Right. I, I'm not I'm not a comedian.
3: But well,
2: well, the like, there's two ways, you know, I, 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 like the way you're describing it, it feels like there's the two ways to use the medium, right? There's the well, I'm an artist, and through TikTok, I am going to tell you about my art, and then there's the people who are like. I'm on TikTok to engage with this medium and seeing, like, oh, what's yeah. happening here? Let me do my version of that. Let me do my spin on that, right? Yeah. Like, both are valid, right? Like,
0: on TikTok, your content is everyone's content because everyone can do like stitches and stuff like this. Creating content for TikTok means you're creating for other people too.
1: It's got to be a double edged sword because you're, you're, I would consider the first international. Uh, Guest we've had like like we've talked to people who are in other countries at the time Like we talked to Ari the Rugged Man when he was in Germany, but he's not from Germany You know what I mean? Like we talked to Rev who's a very good close uh, close friend of the show who is like Russian born, but you know lives in the States or in Europe and it's a double-edged sword in the sense that like I living in the States even though i fuck with your shit so fucking hard and i love your and i love your music and i listen to it a lot it i would never have noticed it or never have known about it if i didn't find your videos on tiktok in the yeah. first place like m- music streaming sites don't really make it easy to Discover new people, especially outside the country. Like you don't, you Mm. wouldn't know to look for it. When I originally found you on TikTok, it was originally a song promoting a uh, song that's not on the new album. It's it's older than that, um, called Natalie Mars. Oh yeah, and I knew who that was. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, you know those who know know. (laughs) (laughs) And. If you know, you know. That was, that
0: was that was a little tribute.
1: Like I've seen people reference porn stars a good bit in music or whatever, but you never hear anyone shouting out um, trans porn stars. So That's that nice. that caught my attention, and never. I was like, "Oh shit!" And and the oh song shit. was fucking fire. And it was like, "Oh shit!" And it was like, <laughs> oh it was like barely about like it. Like I mentioned, I, like you even mentioned in the song of just like. I'm not really familiar with your work, but you seem cool <laughs> yeah
0: i mentioned i i mentioned her in the chorus, but then i just i just found used that song as an opportunity to talk about uh people sexually sexualizing me online <laughs> pretty much so that's why I used her name.
1: I don't know if it was an e p or a full album, but uh, you would know the name off the top of your head i wasn't i don't remember what it was called it had this it had this really freaky cover though it was like. It was like this creature at the top of a staircase. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Oh, me? yes. And the creature is me, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's my very first. That that's my very first album. The, it's it's a self entitled album. It's just called Changeling.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's all like the weird spider legs. Is what tr- oh is what tripped me wait, out. wait, Is that just that's just you? Wait. What is? <laughs> Do you have those spider legs?
2: No, no, you're walking up to something, <laughs> though, right?
0: <laughs> I actually have spider legs.
2: Yeah, there's two things. You're not the. <laughs> Are you? I mean,
1: I'm... wait a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's two things, there's two things I remember, yeah, I I,
1: I had that. That's the wild kind of bottom surgery we never hear about, is getting (laughs) six
2: legs attached. Bro, (laughs) bro, new bottom
0: (laughs) surgery just dropped.
2: Yeah, they never bring it up, you know? They never tell you about these things. No.
0: No. They never tell you about the legs that come out of your fucking back. (laughs) You know, Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, it, was, got yeah, to that shit. it was a picture it was a picture of me and behind me there was this creature that was drawn by one of my best friends by the way
2: saying the point of like yeah you could blow up one second and then be completely irrelevant in the next second you know what really you know keeps you coming back and i really do think because all of this shit really is about connecting with human beings right i think the thing that brings anyone back is like what does make you stand out right what makes the person go hey remember that person from yesterday yo they made that really dope clip let me go check out what else they've got you know what i'm saying like i think that's in this modern age like that's what's going to pull people you know keep pulling people back and yeah doing a fun little trend that's nice and like if you bring a uniqueness to it that's you maybe that'll pull you know what i'm saying people to it but it's like i really do think at the end of the day that's what people are looking for you know someone with a message someone who's saying something that not necessarily they're getting from everywhere else and i think you know just listening to your uh just a sampling of uh uh what we you know we're gonna be talking about today at least a little bit or whatever uh you yeah. definitely got that you know what i'm saying uh oh, thank so, you you know definitely for sure man I, can i just tell you muse over here is, is throwing me because I, I was like you know you know oh we're always trying to get some dope requests you know i mean a uh, dope guests you know what i'm saying so i'm like oh yeah let me get this person let me get that person <laughs> and the muse is like oh yeah yeah check out charlie and i'm like Okay, yeah, yeah. What's this person? Someone on TikTok. Nah, what the okay. fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm like, I'm like RC, no. I'm always what doubting my input. <laughs> RC,
1: <laughs> what the fuck is this? We've been doing this for we've been doing this for nine years, and RC straight up says Muse tries to turn, Muse tries to turn me on to this person, and my immediate thought is, fuck them. Who <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> fuck is this? What the no, fuck, fuck is you, she now?
2: you know what? You know what? I can't even front. I can't even front because like now I've I've been oh. having this moment today where I was like, oh my god, is this? It was like, wait a minute. Is is coming for me? Is Muse doing this thing? It's like, oh, oh, you're gonna get someone dope. Okay, well, let, let's check out this motherfucker. So, like, are we having a, are we having a dope artist off right now? It's like, oh, you got Rob. Rob oh, okay, I'm gonna get over my giggle. Oh, you got over my giggle. Well, fuck you. I raise you, challenge Lean. Uh, you know that what? It mean? is true. We have been kind
0: of you trying guys- to one up ourselves. Oh my god, uh, you guys are doing fucking poker games.
1: <laughs> look. I didn't even realize that until now. But yeah, I mean, I haven't read into it as much but uh yeah maybe that is a subconscious thing of just like oh you know, i always gotta stay on top i gotta stay w- w- one step ahead of rc yeah <laughs> Cause who's this asshole gonna bring next time you know <laughs> yeah.
2: because because yeah some of these songs i was listening to were so fu- it was like one of those things where i was like all right let me just take a listen you know and sight scene, you don't know i will and it was like <laughs> it was like really high energy i was like all right i'm getting mc chris energy okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <gasps>
3: okay
2: how am i feeling about it though and then but you know you know when someone ratchets to that like energy where it gets like a uh, the fucking it doesn't matter what the fuck you're saying this is so fucking cool it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> and that like so i was listening on spotify by the time i got to track two octopus lady i was fucking rocking with you so it was just like oh okay. wow thank, <laughs> you so much. thank you so much thank you so much Definitely dope. Definitely dope.
0: I, I feel like I feel like to to brag like I don't know if it's gonna be a brag but to brag like a little bit in a way, uh, I feel like in terms of how I do my promotion on TikTok and stuff, I've been really out of what is usually done uh, for a music artist because most of the time people who blow up on TikTok, they are just starting a trend with a part of their music. And me, it's never that. It's just, like, I did a video where, like, I look all goofy and stuff while saying my lines, and people are like, oh, my God, this energy. But they don't especially start a trend over it. So that's why I've been, like, feeling like, yeah, I don't know. Every, I, it's like, it relates with all the things you just said. Like, it's the energy. So I'm I'm glad that people can connect to my energy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think that was what got my, what caught my attention in the first place was the energy and the extremely unique Delivery. So I was honestly in the back of my head, very curious about how the how the call was going to go. Like, like oh, I wonder if this is going to sound like the same as on the <laughs> album. You know, like I I honestly didn't know what Chip to expect, even though the
2: walls on these... <laughs>
1: <laughs> bouncing. <laughs> but you are right. A lot of the people that I do find on TikTok that are musicians and they're trying to promote their stuff, it's typically. Like off the top of my head, "Hello, Christ!" I'm about to sin again. That one became mm. really big, and it's like yeah. they do—they do like a whole bunch of videos with the same. Mm.
0: The same, you know, sound. the same parts. I don't want to say yeah. it's a
2: gimmick. Uh, it, it's a okay. So you know how like in J- in Jamaican like culture, it's like we're using a similar backbeat, but there'll be like eighty million songs that are all kind of using a similar backbeat. Yeah. I feel like TikTok is kind of like just the evolved version of that because like, anyway, oh now there will be a jerk, uh, joke involved or a this involved or a challenge. Yeah. It's like for so we use different rhythms. You know what I mean?
1: But on the flip side of that, what I remember was when you first pro- posted a video about like the very. Origins of what would eventually be uh, what I want, but it was just in such small parts, and it was just kind of just like I took this and I put this. It's like and this sounded cool, so I put this here. (laughs) So in that moment of like when I was listening to the album, and that song came up. It was like uh, general, like oh shit, here it is, because like I wasn't like looking at my phone at the moment, so I didn't yeah. know what was what, what was coming next. But then when the song started, it was like oh shit, here it is, oh, like I finally get to hear. So there was like a moment of just like all that kind of build up, kind of like here it is, finally you could hear it an all in oh, one go.
0: That's cool. So that,
1: that like those um those update videos really do a lot more to drum up a song and drum up anticipation, I think, than. Like what we were talking about before, a lot of people are just like, here's the hook in 50 videos, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. But I never I never drop like those like kind of behind the scenes video. I never drop them. I, I actually I never tease my songs. I never say what I'm working working on. Like most of the time I don't like put snippet out or when I do it it's really like because I have a part where I'm like, oh, this is going to be so cool. I want people to listen to it before it drops but I always and that's also something that I've been doing different from other people and I like other people I, like, I'm not like judging anyone you know but yeah I don't I don't tease my song I just like put my song out and then I'm gonna do like a little video around it like a behind the scene or stuff like this and and I'll and I'll see how people fuck with it but yeah the, this one was exactly the same but I'm so glad that you that you had this reaction when you came up in the album, like I was, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that because it has a big story. This song, this one, one minute and fifty seconds song, has a big story. <laughs> yeah, it story. is a short one.
1: <laughs> the buildup and the anticipation kind of gives you a more personal attachment to it because you've kind of like seen it grow, which yeah. gives you more of an appreciation yeah. for it. Yeah, you reminded me just in that that I forget. Because I'm just really bad with titles, so don't take it personal. But there's a no song where at the very beginning you spe- you specifically say like, uh, "This is a very personal story, so please mm. listen closely to the lyrics." Like you have to like mm. s- like sit the listener aside. Like, okay, this one's important, so you might want to actually pay attention to this one. I forget which one that was. <laughs> listen
0: oh closely God.
2: to the Wait, what was that like an Eminem track where he's like, "Listen closely to the words that are in the
3: song." <laughs> oh
0: <Okay. laughs> yeah, that- that's a bit. That's a bit of an Eminem. Like a yeah. like gimmick. I remember saying that on Slender Body and on I Like A Raw too. On I Like A it Raw, it's a joke because I say, like, oh, the, the, the lyrics are very important and then the lyrics are just stupid. So this one is a joke. But on Slender Body, I was really warning people about the fact that I was about to say some dip stuff. Oh, or Not Sis.
1: I love the Not Sis video too. That was yeah.
0: great. Oh, uh, I. Fuck. I can't wait to fucking play this one live with people being not cis in the audience and other people being cis and being like, oh my god, we don't fuck with this one.
1: I would fucking love the chance to fucking shout along to that fucking chorus. Yes! yes! That's on, so fucking Yes! Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I want.
1: We we that so fucking hot. That's
0: what I want. if you're
1: ever in the States...
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so one day. Actually, it's getting maybe... Maybe, really? maybe next year, maybe ne- not no, like maybe not for shows, I, I don't know, except if, that, if I really really blow up fast, but I might c- at least come to the US. Uh, okay, next that's cool. Yeah, because I want to see a bunch of people, and because I want to see your country. while I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little scared of your country.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, there's don't plenty of reasons. We don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't, but yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess. Yeah, I guess you it's know. not us to, to be afraid of. Uh, uh, yeah, you we know,
2: was... gotta send you like a, a green book of sorts to tell you which parts oh, of God. the states to not go to. As My soon as it gets a little hilly, maybe maybe stay away from the mountainous areas. Oh my
0: god, I have friends. I have a friend from LA who said to me like, okay Well, definitely come but don't go to this state and don't go to this one and don't go to this one And this one might be cool, but be careful though
2: it's Like it's like it's not there's no immediate danger, but don't just hang out like you can't just hang out. Yeah <laughs>
1: Be
0: careful be careful
1: I'm, I'm trying not to sound insensitive here, but it's just the the way the American news shit Works is that I think it was either right around the time I'd first reached out, or maybe a little bit after that, is when we first started seeing the um, the riots in France.
0: Oh, it was at the same time. Oh, maybe.
1: I think it was around that same time, or maybe a little oh. bit after. And it was it was one of those things like I saw that and just like as so, as an outsider, almost kind of felt like you didn't know how big of a scope. Like how big that really was, because we, we we stopped hearing about it so quick afterwards, too, because the news cycle just updates and cycles so quickly. Yeah. So it's like I just got, got this picture of just like, oh, uh, how's how's Shangeline working on this stuff with all the riots going on? It's like <laughs> It probably wasn't as big of a deal as like it was presented by our media.
0: I was oh shit I've been, I had some people some non-French people asking me the same question at the same time like I had people on Discord being like oh wait you're French and I was like yes and they were like oh my god is there a fire near your area or something <laughs> and and you know what like funny enough it was the case for one day really? like <laughs> It was the case. It was like a little... It was a little far away from where I actually live. Oh, shit. But I know that it was there, and I've been hearing some stuff. But I mean, like, this specific time, it's been covered by international media, but to be honest, we've been rioting since the 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 beginning of ages in France. Like, every every year. Damn. It's just that this year specifically is fucking shit, because we have a really, really, really bad presidents, and we've ah. been, we've been fucking, we've been having bad presidents for years now, but this one, goddamn.
2: It's like, the way you just described that, you're like, you know, it's like, oh, is there a fire over there? I, I mean, there's a fire, there. I, I mean, that big and I've got, like, I feel I like a big of
1: a fire. That does, is the way, it. like, this all, kind
2: of of all of our situations are, to everyone else like on the other side of their situations you know what i mean it's just like everyone's seeing the stereotype of what is happening on that country you know because it's like from far away and it's like wow well, it's not that bad i mean it's bad
3: but it's like uh, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> the first time i met someone from the u.s i was like oh my god did you got shot one day
1: <laughs> like i swear to god i i asked that and that's a fair question. I mean, how many schools have been
2: shot up since you uh, yeah. since 1999? Uh, you know, like, and this is like, I've literally never been at a school that has been shot up. That has literally never happened. Yeah, that's like, that's
0: still, that's still a minority of, of events. But you have this cliche in your head where you're like, well, people down the street are walking with fucking rifles in the U.S. <laughs>
1: there is a school in my state that had a shooting just yesterday and had another one today. So oh, that's a fair question to have two in a 24 oh. hour period. It, it's wild, but it is one of those things where whenever you hear it, it's always depressing and sad, but it's, it's you do kind of get a, a, a sad numbness that after yeah. a while it's, it's, you become less and less surprised by it, which is just terrible.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but you had mentioned, um, and I mean, we can definitely relate to shitty presidents
0: because even the good ones are bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> over here, like, I don't think we've ever had a good one. It reminds me of a meme I saw, an absolute like cursed meme where it's like Obama, <laughs> Obama shaking hands with Kendrick, and the oh. caption says like, uh, "Okay, music apart, who dropped the more bombs?" And I was like, "Oh, oh. fuck."
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <God. laughs>
2: Yo. Yo. oh.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: come on. We all knew what it was when they had all the, the rappers push the TV and so and so oh. coming up into the White House. Oh, sure. We're definitely going to get some reforms done for black people. It's definitely not just oh, a nice my. photo op.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't been able to find it anywhere because I don't know if it was recorded, which is weird that you'd think it would be. But there was a performance at the White House. Kendrick performed and Janelle Monet performed. Oh, I watched a live stream of it the day of. That. yeah, And it was so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, you do kind of get the sense of, because you still hear people talk about year after year, like he hasn't been president since 2015, 2016. But Obama still puts out those like year-end like here's all the songs from the years I liked, and people still like, oh shit, look, Obama's listening to Lizzo. It's like who fucking cares? You guys still what like, Obama's hey, right? listening to? The, it doesn't the, fucking
2: matter. The fact that I'm doing this is part of the uh, PR campaign to keep you liking me. Uh,
0: don't don't think about that though. Hey, I fuck with the latest Cardi album
1: <laughs> he's listening to bongos he's, he's like hey oh, sure. do, you, do you think bongos was as good as WAP it's like Obama oh, this is not your discussion to have <laughs> whenever I see especially the new video you had dropped um, this, th- this week the visuals in it I oh, was so impressed by those
0: the just a daydream one
1: Yes, yeah. oh my goodness. And I have
0: one, and I have an, uh, actually a little, like a little heads up, but I have another one oh. that I think just dropped. Because <laughs> I don't, really? I'm not the one handling it. Oh my god, I really like that. Oh shit.
2: Check out the fucking video for that one, because the Just a Daydream
1: was definitely a for me, hold on. That video is a fucking trip, dude. Yeah, no, the de- definitely one, check that out.
0: The other one didn't, the other one didn't drop yet, but it's supposed to drop in like um, 10 or 15 minutes. I think, something oh, like that. Oh, shit, okay, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, so it'll definitely be up by the time the, the episode goes Big up uh, this
0: weekend. Big news. <laughs> oh shit I'm, I, you i well, I'm it here I'm, first I'm yeah, re- yeah you, you heard it you heard
1: first, it first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I'm glad you like the visuals we really worked hard on this one
1: yeah you could definitely uh, tell even when you post um, videos on TikTok that are just like updates the scenery and just how everything looks is always so like breathtaking and striking how do y'all scope the locations and like who all do you work with to make uh, to make that video and I guess the video that's going to come out in 15
0: minutes. Most of the time I work alone on videos on TikTok and stuff like this. And they look great because I have a great camera. And I have like a four to five years experiences on uh, like uh, the cinema industry and the video industry. So oh that's oh why shit, I, okay. That's why, that's why I know my shit. Uh, that shit look good. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for the Just a Daydream one... So it was. Um, so it's a friend of mine that I met. I think last year, something like this. Uh, that told me at some point, "Hey yo, uh, one like my best friend just bought a red camera. I don't know if you know what a red camera is, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's pretty much like a, a, a very professional cinema camera yeah, that you can it's, see. It's
1: like TV quality, movie quality. Oh, it's camera, even yeah.
0: oh, it's even Hollywood cal- quality at that point. Oh shit! Wow. Okay." he bought it uh, like half the price to his old job or something like this well that was like a really big opportunity so he he said to me like hey yo we got this red camera we want to shoot stuff with it so if you're down we can do a music video together and because we want to practice with the camera And you don't have to pay anything and everything and I was like no no I'm definitely gonna pay you because I I, I, like I really I really insist on paying everyone that works for me or at least like pay for their food for the day or something anything I don't want people to work for free for me they were like no 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 really we don't want to so yeah I accepted to like not pay a lot to have uh the opportunity to uh, shoot on a red camera that wasn't the first time that i could shoot on a red camera because i've been on set uh with other kind of cameras from reds but that was the first time that i was shooting something for me uh with this type of camera and so what's funny is that i had first a song that was supposed to be on the album that i sent him uh, and that if he found uh, very good, but I, I grew, like, I, I liked it at, at first, but then uh, I, 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 I got bored of this song, and I was like, no, it's not going to be on the album, it's not good enough. And then I had, I think, Just a Daydream was like, I think the second or third song that I did from the album and when I finished it, I was like, or when I was like close to finish it, I was like, damn, it is so cinematic. The first time, actually, the first time I heard the beat, uh, the the little guitar in the beat, I was like, oh my God, I imagine a scene already. Like, and when, when it happens, when it happens with like songs, and with like if it's like from my own beats or if it's on other people beats when i imagine a scene right away when i hear the beat that means i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot a music video for it uh so yeah i had it I had it in mind when i started working on the song and then when i finished it i reached out to my friends and we were like okay uh me i'm working on the album so writing a music video right now is going to be a bit difficult most of the time most of the time I direct every one of my videos but this specific time I was like okay I'm gonna let you do it for me uh, and I'm gonna try to step out from the director's chair you know (laughs) for a little bit and just be the just be changeling I guess Uh, and I ended up I ended up being a little bit of a director on set because I couldn't (laughs) I couldn't really I couldn't really stop myself from doing it but yeah, uh, and then we shot. Uh, so we started writing it in something like June, I think, and we shot it at the end of August, and it dropped like two weeks after we shot it, something so like just this. Just ask
2: you. You wrote uh, you, like you wrote like the storyboarding for me when you said like you wrote the music video. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like- we
0: wrote. So they wrote the script like the the overall idea or the overall story behind it. Uh, they did the storyboards. I added some ideas of shots because they were stuck on some parts of the song. They were like, ah, I don't see why we can do there. And I was like, don't worry, I can do the storyboard for this one. So I, I did the storyboard for like the chorus, the first chorus, I think we scouted some some locations. Uh, I was supposed to go on vacation in the mountain during august and they said hey yo we that would be so cool to have some shots in the mountains but i couldn't take the camera with me obviously so i took mine so the few shots that you see yeah that's a funny little story but the few shots that you see in the music video that are in the mountain they are not from the same camera they are from my camera which is a pretty good camera it's a Blackmagic 4k it's a really good one but like yeah i i i've put a lot of efforts in post-production to make them look like they are as good quality as the other footage
1: i was having a hard time trying to figure out if they were like if they were green screen shots or if they were all oh yeah on location
0: shots yeah people have been saying like oh, yeah were, were you on green screen and i was like no we didn't use any green screen wow <laughs>
1: Holy yeah, shit. it
2: does look like it's like that it's one of those you know how when you see a practical effect in a movie and you have that moment of like
3: what that no. can't
2: be oh that is really that
3: <laughs> yeah is that for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> is this is this the shot specifically when you go from like mountains to a cemetery to a field like because you're you're staying in the same spot and yeah. it's just like changing around you yeah that i could have
0: swore what that it was, was a on green screen,
1: screen. Shot. Uh, well, no. i i that's incredible.
0: No yeah, green screen. Wow. No green screen Jeez. just just being on
1: locations. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah that fucking video is beautiful. Props to everybody who worked on that shit. It looks
0: incredible. I'm going to say it to them cuz they're going to be fucking happy. We've been we we were like just four on set. So, it was really a small wow. team with just a big Jeez. camera. Yeah, and, wow. And we the the shot in in the room was like my room that we completely turned over and turned it to a fucking studio we read it every we read it like all the set all the setup all the te- little decorations and everything and the other one is going to be not on my on my youtube channel but on the youtube channel of someone called crybox who has been a really big supporter oh, okay. of mine and who's like a, a music promoter um and he he's been so supportive i was supposed to like before when i was a little artist i was paying to be on his channel at the very beginning for like some songs to get promoted but very quickly he was like no you're very cool don't pay for it. you you can you can be on my channel every time you want and he's been so fucking nice for that so that's why i've been putting a couple of music videos on his channel because i really like what he does
1: yeah and i noticed the not Sis video is on the crybox page it's how the the name rung a bell so it's like i've definitely heard of that before
0: it is and yeah the next one so it's a music video for my song overthinking again and oh shit. Okay. This one, okay, I really want to brag about it because that's cool. Go ahead. But like <laughs> Go off. I I shot it, I shot it, edited it, and did everything myself on this one. Oh gonna shit, see. okay. Sick. And that's the first time I did this. Cause like most of the time I have like a small crew of friends to shoot my videos. But this time I was like, hey yo, I just bought a big camera. I am supposed to go all over France during my kind of vacations because, like, even though even when I'm in vacation, I'm always working on my music. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna shoot things, I'm gonna write like a little story and I'm gonna shoot things. Uh, Yeah, so I hope you will like it. I'm like, for some people who saw it before it dropped, said that you can feel my style of directing on it more than on the Just a Daydream one, which is like a good compliment, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've got, yeah, I'm really re- style. <laughs> I got a style. I got a little style. It's getting it's getting there. It's getting there. So I'm really happy with Like it. a
2: recognizable style. You know what I'm saying? It's that specific like, ooh, wait a minute, yeah. you're getting my you're getting my, you know, spikely uh uh
0: yeah, I guess walking
2: so- straight sort of moment thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got something I guess something with large shots mainly. People are recognizing my the large shot I do. Yeah, you can see it in the Just a Daydream video. Like, all the large shots that you can see, that's like me saying, I want large shots. I don't want just me yeah. performing.
1: <laughs> I got to ask, before we wrap up here, Um, you had yeah. mentioned that you have um, lots of experience in cinematography and all that. Um, Does that predate the music? Like, which came first? Were you working in film and everything first, or were you... Writing and making music first
0: that, that definitely predates the music. I've always thought that I wouldn't be Good at making music uh, but the thing is I started making music as an outlet to uh, Direct music videos because I didn't have any artist around me or any friend that would do the music that I like So uh, at some point when when COVID started I was like, yeah. hey, you know, what? I fuck this i'm gonna do my own shit Hell yeah! fuck this i'm gonna do my music that i like and it was shitty at first but now we got there and like i i was like i'm gonna do my music i'm gonna do my shit, and i'm gonna do my music videos around this so that was just like a yeah that was just i, I did it for the music videos because i was working I've been working.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: I was working in videos and like films for like two years before I started making music, or even a little more if you count like my film school years, because that can count. So I've Mm been in it for like four four years before I started making music, something like this.
2: In one of the songs, I think it's a skit. Yeah, yeah. There's like a quick skit in the newest album. Where you say like you know I'm fighting giants that I don't that don't even know they're hurting me. Oh they're, my god,
0: they're... you remember that? Oh <laughs> shit. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm that. I'm just that type of guy.
3: <laughs>
0: I was <laughs> expecting. <I'm not> <laughs> I expected no one to listen to the messages in the album, and when people say I've been saying this, I'm like, oh my god, you actually listened to the album.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, you you forget I'm the rap critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's R.C.'s whole bag. Yeah, that's all your shit. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah, I-, I wanted to ask uh, you, like, what put you in the space to record that? Like, you know, in, in the headspace to say what you were saying at that moment, because it really felt like a, yeah, something was going on.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. That's the whole story of the album, to be honest. But like. Mm. I wanted to have I me people people I think find this a little annoying uh, in album and mixtapes and stuff where the the moments where like the artist is just talking and not doing much more. Me, I love those kind of stuff. I don't know why. Uh, And I wanted since the album is pretty like storytelling, it kind of tells a little story. I wanted to have those messages all like all across the album. And it started with the one uh it started with the one that you hear at the very end after not that bad, which is not me talking it's uh one of my mm. best friend talking uh and from there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have like a little story of me uh talking what what I'm going through uh Uh, like mentally and what I wanted to talk about mentally uh, throughout this album but like I wasn't it wasn't like scripted the messages because it would be it wouldn't be too like authentic in a way like it was pretty like me having some notes of what I wanted to say in those messages and just talking to the mic and seeing if I could come up with something good And it was, uh, but I was trying to portray someone who is talking to herself while laying on the floor, looking at the ceiling, like the album title implies. So that's that. That's literally a person who's talking to the ceiling and who is like, yo, you're my friend, (laughs) actually.
2: So it's a 4D meta sort of storytelling where it's like, I'm talking about my life, but I'm also just telling the story of a person who would be doing this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the giants to fight, the giants to fight one that you remembered is like me saying me talking pretty much about my uh social anxiety and also the mm. fact that I feel like as a little artist that comes from nothing at all. Like I don't have a family that's been in art or anything like that. I feel like I have giants to fight because I have like it's like I have mountain to climb, you know. It's mm. like, bro, I'm starting from, starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the, yeah, that's the little story behind the messages, and I hope they're all like all like understandable because I really, I really treated them sonically, uh, like in a low low-fi way as if like Mm. it's from an old recorder like an old cassette recorder so I think that some parts aren't really, really clear so yeah, if people ever ask I'll be like oh yeah, I think I say this
2: (laughs) Mm. and you know, okay so the way you you just kind of made that point of like well, I, I it wasn't 100% like it wasn't like this is in my journal 100% a thought that i have fully yeah. had. I think this is an interesting thing that like continually happens with listener and artist, right? Where like a listener, we have no idea what percentage of this was planned Escripted. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so when we're listening, we're like we're assuming that you've got a plan for this or so it's just like well, where was that going? What did that mean? But in but mm. on the artist side, there is that sort of level of like not fucking with people, but just a sort of what? like i want to see where what you're gonna take from this if i did this you know what i'm saying so like it's an interesting interplay right where it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like i i want to, sometimes the artist wants to say something sometimes the artist wants to just put this vibe out and see how that hits people and like for sometimes real. you know people listening are like they're digging so deep into the meaning and then other times people are just like it doesn't matter what they're saying That's just it's a fucking vibe you know what i'm saying so yeah it's just interesting how you know for real kind of and music. i'm
0: really and i'm really a straight like i'm really a, a straightforward artist to be honest if you look at my lyrics and stuff that that, that may they may be like a little weird sometimes, but if you ask me specifically about any line I've written, I think I can give you a specific meaning. I'm not that kind of artist who leaves things to interpretation.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm too autistic for that. I get you. You're like, no, like I was thinking of something when I wrote that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For real. Even the even the corniest, even the weird ass line that you can hear in octopus lady. I think I can say what the meaning is behind that.
2: It's like a, it's like. a ghost face killer thing you know where he'll uh he'll be like oh my god yeah yeah he'll be like not 100 of those lines maybe like you know make sense to people but it made sense in the moment when i wrote it to express what i was trying to express so yeah and sometimes
0: and sometimes i re like i reread my lyrics and i'm like oh yeah i remember why i wrote this this is so fucking stupid but yeah it makes (laughs) sense (laughs) it makes sense i remember (laughs)
2: You know what's interesting? There's, uh, I was just listening uh, to podcasts about, like, books, and they were talking about, like, uh, noir novels, and they talk about how, you know, sometimes they'll use words to describe things that aren't necessarily, like giving you the picture clearly but it's to give you the emotional reality of what the character is dealing with so it's like you know you have this hard-bitten detective running through the streets trying to like find this one guy and then like he'll describe like oh and then two hammers you know hit the uh brick uh the brick building besides me and it's like that doesn't necessarily make sense two hammers like what are you talking about two hammers oh you're probably talking about bullets but in the moment you when you hear gunfire you don't think about what bullets sound like you think why does it sound like someone just threw two hammers because that you know what i'm saying like that sort of thing so like yeah getting the emotional reality of a moment yeah
0: yeah that's so cool and i've been someone i i don't remember the name of this person but someone said that they listened to the album like in the entire album with the lyrics uh with the lyrics while reading the lyrics and they were like hey yo i didn't understand everything but I cried at the end, so I guess
2: So it worked. Look, like a like a great movie quote uh, once said, I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid, but you're special, man, because you reached out and you touched a brother heart.
1: <laughs> Shangeline, thank you so, so much for spending your time with us. I'm looking at the damn ceiling again it is the new album. God damn, it is out. You can check it out on Spotify, SoundCloud, apple music amazon music new music video for just a daydream is on youtube and there's going to be another one very soon uh definitely by the time this episode goes up
0: i hope this album can help some people if it can help some people and like yeah uh i'll come back to some corny stuff don't worry <laughs> don't worry
1: we're back on the goofy shit in no uh, time. I'm
0: coming back with the goofy shit. Uh, just before, <laughs> just before I go, I wanted to say something uh, to you. To you, well, thanks. Like, thanks for having me first because that was such a good moment. Time flew for real. But yeah, um, I wanted to say before just a little thing, like a little funny thing. I wanted to to say that before I. Uh, when like when you messaged me, I, I went through a couple of episodes of your podcasts, and like last week, I think I listened to the one talking about the Eminem uh, beef with I don't remember who. Oh Moby, Moby. yeah Moby, Moby. and I want to say I want to say all the 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 first parts of you you two talking about talking shit about Eminem, (laughs) I had to pause at some point because I was like, okay, I I agree with everything you said. It's just like you're speaking you're speaking bars on bars on bars, (laughs) (laughs) and that was a moment for me where I was like, whoa. Those persons are intense, and I love it. So I'm going to (laughs) end on that. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to...
2: From the mouths of an audience member, going off crew, don't go easy.
1: (laughs) Now I know, next time we invite you on, we'll have to just... Have a just shoot the shit segment Just talking about whatever the fuck
0: We can shoot the shit or whatever the fuck I'll be happy to do that with you
1: That's awesome (laughs) I'll definitely stay in touch And uh, I can't thank you enough Thank you so much for spending your time And I really hope everybody listening uh, Checks out the album Because it's fucking fantastic And it was well worth the wait
0: Thank you so much I'm gonna go to bed
1: (laughs) Go the fuck to bed Have a good night, Chanteline
0: Have a good night, Bye
1: RC, last night, dare I say, A DJ save your life? Music's biggest night! The you MTV! Dare. Who dares? VMAs! RC, sure. right, I actually watched some of it live for once. In years past, it feels like... They got a lot of the awards out of the way before the show even starts. So the the show itself is like mainly performances. That was pretty much the case this year. But by the time I went to bed, so few awards were actually given out that it's just like they waited, I guess, until the end of the show to just do like all the fucking awards. But... I'm very curious, what of last night you actually did get a chance to check out, and we can uh, compare notes. I don't have any notes, but we can compare our opinions. So, I I just
2: saw the hip-hop related stuff, you know, I I just scoped those uh, clips out. Um, I saw the, the Bongo's video, well, at first I saw the music video, and then I saw it live, uh... Just to give my initial take on just the song itself, it's like, yeah, you know, it really does feel like the oh, this is the Ghostbusters two, you know, it's a sequel to single to WAP, you know, WAP harder, but it's like, <laughs> is it Whopping harder? And, and the thing is, is like l- lyrically, I feel like it's actually not that bad, but it, it's not like
1: it doesn't feel like a hit to me because I'm like, wait, what's the catchy part again? You know, like. It didn't have that really fun energy between Cardi and Megan that yeah. that WAP had. And, and like, yeah. like pussy tight like a nun, like that was a good opener, but I was like, where's the hook hook, you know? The Gobble Me, Swallow Me part is still unmatched. Like, <laughs> we're never going to see that type gobble of- Gobble Me, Swallow Me
2: dripped out of sight of me, oh
1: god, <laughs> the imagery. The goddamn, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring, Gobble Me, Swallow Me, the handoff. <clears throat> He's still so fucking good, <laughs> and there was nothing in Bongos that they even came close. Yeah, it
2: really did feel like it was like Cardi B's song for like half of it, and then oh hey, and Megan's here, and it's like it didn't really, it didn't even have that like cool feel of a you know Method Man Red Man passing off verse to verse. It really did feel like they were in two different rooms. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, I, I still like it, but uh, the performance itself was just kind of okay. I thought.
2: Yeah, it was cool. Uh, these huge hats and stuff. You know, I, I like the costumes. You know what I'm saying? They're fun. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, let me see what else I liked. Oh yeah. Okay. So we, we got to talk about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we do. So this fucking safe for the charts single that she drops. First of all, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like this nothing burger of a song. I was like, I was, I couldn't believe my ears when I was listening to it. I was like, what? It just is. This, is is it 2011? And she's like a new artist who's, you know, hoping to make a hit song that's just about generic love and shit to try to like, like, really? You're not, you know what I mean? I, I, was I like, what liked is this? it
1: for what it was. I thought it was a sweet sounding song, but it's, like, yeah. it's cool. It's not, like, I, I've, I've went on record to say in the past that my favorite Nicki shit is the, the fun rap stuff. Not necessarily. I'm not here for the U C right through. You can keep that. You know. Yeah. Um. Have have I told you that you're the illest? That's what I. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I never really cared. (laughs) Die hard like Bruce Willis. Yeah. I never cared for the sing songy (laughs) Nikki. But I thought the song last night was sweet. But then the. Hey, it's the VMAs. I got to give y'all a taste of what's coming down the pike, y'all. I got to give you an exclusive. And boy, did she give us an exclusive of... Um, Some exclusive nonsense. Exactly what we would expect from man. a new Nicki single,
2: man.
1: Yeah, okay, can I tell
2: you, this song just sounds like... Like a placeholder for a diss track. Like here, yeah. are the, here's the general lyrics uh. for me dissing someone, and then we'll fill in the the sub disses of who I'm talking about later. The specifics we'll fill that in later. But I'm like listening to it. I'm like, what is she actually saying? Like even as a bitch, I'm back. Single. It doesn't even hit because it's like there's no punchlines or anything. Like she she's going like these bitches ain't better than me. I said these bitches ain't better than me. You said you look up to her, but you look up to me. And I'm like. That's not a punchline. You're just saying the
1: same thing. It's like, I'm great. I said I'm great. <laughs> like- There's definitely, like, if... that the, That's a song she could have recorded and released if she'd been away for a while, you know? Right, yeah, but yeah. But the fact that, I mean, just last night she got an award for Super Freaky Girl. Like, that was the big return single anyway. Right, right, yeah. And, I, I mean... I don't know about you, but I fuck with Super Freaky Girl hardcore. Like I love that fucking song. It's um, definitely like next to Anaconda. I, I honest, honestly
2: I'd probably put it above Anaconda. Mm, I, man. I yeah, I'm thinking about it. Even <laughs> though I I mean though I do super really freaky like look, Anaconda
1: that, too. That Rick James sample, man. I, you can't run on it. <laughs> yeah, no. And the fucking the Eat it up. You want to eat cake? Okay. Eat it up. That hits That The fucking chorus is so goddamn good. Uh, AK is so good. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> so I love that. But we got that. We had Queen, which was such a dud. And yeah, man. And it's like Brittany had... Brittany. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of something else now. Uh, Nikki hadn't been away long enough to merit the... Just coming back with, again, like the... the these bitches are my sons. Uh, They're they, yeah. they my kids. Like, like we're still we that doing line. that. Yeah, we're still like, doing that. They look up to me. Like okay, and the thing is,
2: it's like if you're gonna do that, you've got to heighten it, right? Where what you got to do the next line that's actually oh my god, she's got it once again. But it was just another line. Like that was what was co- what was confusing. Yeah, later on she does. The, so there's the hip hop honors part. Yeah, too, I was well. about to
1: say we need to talk about the hip hop honors thing because she got a huge fucking pop. But before we get to Nikki, uh, okay. it opens with Grandmaster Flash and the Furious 5. And that crowd had no idea who the fuck they and were. Yeah. And, and they were like, just doing those... the, come on, make some noise, put your hands <sighs> up. And they're just like, yeah,
2: okay. And it's one of those things where it's like, ra- it's like with rap, it's like, you're either on the beat or you're off the beat and, it, and it's awkward and people can hear it you know and it's like these older men and they're trying to stay on the beat and I can hear Grandmaster Flash like trying to cut it up in a way where it's like oh they're a little off but I'm trying to save them by like doing some stuff like so I can hear Grandmaster Flash you know trying to save the old men up there but like you can kind of feel the sort of like ah energy's not quite right gentlemen
1: it's <laughs> like, also you know. weird to hear them all trying to sing in unison like they're a fucking boy band like yeah when they started off trying to do the different poses and mel- like
2: clearly the only one who's still like you know in relative good shape you know flexing as hard as possible oh this my is my God. 10 seconds on the camera this year
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so they do their shit for like a minute then they tossed it over to Dougie Fresh and Goddamn Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Yeah, his just name is Cozy in the fucking
2: uh, you know Knives Out sweater. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I loved his fucking the hat and matching eye patch. Yeah, it's very cool. He was swagged out crazy. Dougie Fresh, you know, I'm not really popping yeah. for him, unfortunately. Uh- <laughs> but Slick Rick, I was not expecting, so that was a cool little surprise. Uh, the audience was a bit more excited to see them than they were the Furious Five. <laughs> People
2: were like, oh, I recognize the iPad guy. I recognize that one.
1: <laughs> then Nikki comes out.
2: Okay, so we gotta talk, all right? This was clearly supposed to be a, the female, you know, let's show some love to the female artists that have paved the way, and all we got was
1: Nikki, like... Wait, we got Nikki, but we're gonna have her do her songs from her mixtapes before she got really big, and the crowd popped huge, like, oh shit, she's doing a fucking throwback, that's
2: awesome. But, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah. but all the other guys are doing like their hit songs, the songs like yeah. a milli. Like Lil Wayne is doing a milli. Oh, that's an iconic freestyle song. That's a that's a part of the fabric of hip hop at this point. Like itty bitty piggy wasn't exactly a you know what I'm saying? That wasn't like what you would call her contribution to hip hop, you know? like No.
1: And I also think the jump between Slick Rick and Nicki Minaj really overlooks a long stretch of time. Uh, yeah, you know, right. We went from 19, late 80s to 2009? They do make up for it after, uh, after she performs and uh, Lil Wayne comes out and he does his thing like you mentioned. Because then immediately from there, really cool. yeah. we, we go to LL Cool J.
2: Doing his He does one of his raps And then he flips into uh, A Run DMC joint with DMC Yeah
1: he does Mama Said Knock You Out Where's Run? Yeah I like how they specifically said One third of Run DMC It's like well I know <laughs> one of them's dead So you don't need to say that Yeah right so yeah, you, you <laughs> There's could... two of us but we're not the Beatles Yeah, yeah like what the hell are you doing? So <laughs> him and LL Cool J Go back and forth then they break into Walk This Way, which they treat like the biggest rap song of all time.
2: It's so hard to Google, is Run okay? Is Run for Run DMC
1: 6? <laughs> is it's like, you know?
3: Run okay? <laughs> Where you know, is it's a hard run? One to Google.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they do the thing, and I love when they do this for um, what when it's rock tributes. Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood, um, Donnie Harrison, and Prince perform While My Guitar Gently Weeps as part of a tribute to George Harrison at the 2004 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they're all up there and all doing their parts and it's so fucking sick. Or another one that comes to mind is when uh, Patti Smith and Bruce Springsteen and Bono sang um, Because the Night. It was like, holy shit. This is this is amazing. You got you got these big huge music, musicians uh, musicians in one place. And then here we got them going into walk this way and and just kind of everyone comes out on stage and they get the huge pop cuz you see all of them at the same time. And then you just have Wayne just kind of just in the background going walk this way. And they're all just kind of standing there awkwardly. And then it just kind of ends, <laughs> like it yeah. just because like it ends with Nikki just kind of staring at the audience, <laughs> like yeah. nobody really knew what to do.
2: <laughs> oh, going going back to Nikki, yeah. What was the song they played for Ruby Red, the sleaze? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to figure. I was like, really? Like these are the iconic Nikki songs. Like, like that's not,
1: like I said. That's not even the big hit from the last year. Yeah, like... <laughs> she should have came out and did uh, the Monsterverse, maybe? Mm,
2: right. And then done maybe the Barbie song, because that's, like, the biggest thing right now. You know what I mean? Or, or like I said, the the uh, freaky, super, super freaky girl or
1: Barbie. You had two. You had two recent ones that you could have gone with. You know what I mean? And she didn't end up doing either of them. I thought she would have done some of that with her own solo performance but no we didn't get any of that there was a few moments like that too where we were just kind of awkward so it just felt like like Nicki Minaj's part you know which
2: is like okay she's promoting her album but the only thing she does is slowly reveal takes off that uh, uh, curtain you know and and goes like look I'm wearing a negligee thing underneath you know it's kind of like a, okay um and then yeah later on she comes in with the with the with the devil twists uh and kind of like rapping slightly slow and then she randomly asks like where's
1: jay-z at and i was like uh, okay where yeah i to- was like oh like are you gonna do a song that like yeah, <laughs> did right, to like, get, like what's the I reference she was there about to, like
2: oh about to twerk on him or something like you know what i mean i thought it was about to be like a, oh are we doing this right now <laughs> Like, I thought she was doing, like, a, oh, I'm about to steal you. Like, uh, you know what would have been dope? If they would have broken to a, I'll steal your man, and doing it on Jay Z in front of, like, Beyonce.
1: That would have been, like, a, oh, oh, shit. Oh,
2: my God. You know what I mean? But you know they
1: weren't there. Jay Z right. wasn't there. But if that would have been. Beyonce like, was there.
2: Now that would have been a fucking hip hop moment. Oh, throwing it back for the ladies, a classic female jam, and we're
1: really fucking playing around, you know? Speaking of awkward hip-hop moments, though, did you see the Diddy segment? No, I did not.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was I was definitely not trying to see that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, God, what happened? So, uh, first of all, <laughs> you got Mary J. Bligeon. I don't know if she's just really tired or if they're just really fucking up with the cue cards, but it was the most... Fuck up laden introduction. I've ever seen
0: with his vision We created a whole lane and new genre of music that everybody wanted to do and that everybody is doing now (laughs) Let me get to it I've been proud to call him my friend and my brother for over a decade No, sorry over three decades my bad This man has always been an icon and has done many things. And if we're being honest, there's not one pup who should be called an icon, but many. A billion
1: billionaire who's had his hand in fashion, restaurant, TV,
0: networks, media, and beverages, not to, just to name a few.
1: It's like, are we supposed to pop for him being a billionaire? Like, who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> Mary! <laughs> And then even after the performance, she comes back out again and introduces him again to give him the um, the global icon award, and just fucks up again. Ah! I love it. She's like, "Yeah, that's that's my man." Uh...
2: Yeah, there <laughs> it, you know, it is. Funny? Like it would be funny if like the people backstage are like, "Okay, Mary J." we understood you fucked up that first one. Like, you know, you're, you're having a problem with reading that. You're a little tipsy, but like we made the car, you know, we, we put it in like glow pen so you can yeah. see it and it's really big fun. You know what I'm saying? We got it. And then she like, it's like, all right, cool. I got it. And she walks on stage and just immediately drops
1: it. <laughs> <And> I'm <laughs> like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Again, no disrespect to Barry, She was just doing her thing. But at <sighs> one point she says like, he's been, re- he's responsible for some of the most like important songs of the last 30 years. And it's like, what the fuck has he done? Like, especially <laughs> lately. So, he goes through the performance. And the video is just, I'll be missing you, bad boys for life, I need a girl, and more. Honestly, that's about it. I mean, he only goes for eight minutes. 98 to 2002. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the iconic reign. Exactly. Like, not not a whole lot of highlights. Then, Keisha Cole comes out. And performers with them, and she's d- didn't sound great <laughs> um, but then yeah afterwards, Diddy comes out and he accepts the Global icon award, and then he just has two people he has his, he has his kids behind him, and then he just has these two women dressed in matching outfits who like he's just like, thank you so much, this means so much to me. Thank you and then he like puts his arms down and he's just like, "Where am I?" Wait, hold on a minute!
2: Hold on, before we before we go, and true Diddy fashion, I'm a hustler. I got an album coming out this Friday. It's got the energy of that Insane Clown Posse movie, with that one guy who's like, I don't give a fuck, I have to seal my
1: fucking shaving cream or whatever! <laughs> it's the most half-hearted sales pitch, and it's oh like, if the songs are so good, Diddy, why didn't you do any of them in your performance? Like, why couldn't you have given us a sneak peek? And again, MTV knows this, man, because you pull it up on YouTube, they cut that part out!
3: It's
1: like, I love you, MTV, thank you for believing in me, and all the fans around the world, I love you, thank you, cut, hard cut! (laughs) And thank you for always being there to promote my music! (laughs) It's like that, oh wait, hold on, hold on,
2: everybody
1: wait, sit down! No. Uh,
2: ha, ha. no. Stop <laughs> no, the, music, stop the kinda... Wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that whole thing was a clusterfuck. Um, oh, God. Uh, the uh, Shakira performance, that was pretty dope. Her montage, because she was accepting the uh, the Video Vanguard Award. Oh, I should mention, by the way, introduced by your boy, Wyclef Sean. Oh, God. <laughs> and well, wait, hold on. <laughs> he, he has a great moment coming up. Um, so he's just or like we brought know, his guitar and played oh, three notes. Uh. no, 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 no. Her performance goes great. Then afterwards, again, she needs to be introduced again, like Diddy was, so Y Clef comes out again. And because they did Hips Don't Lie, right? Fucking Y Clef comes out and he's just like. I'm watching Shakira, and all I want to be is like, hey, girl, I can see your body moving. And he's driving. Oh! You could tell he wanted to be part of the performance so bad. Yeah. So he just like, like,
2: we don't need you in this.
1: Yeah, you know, I it was so like, a, you know, I could have done that. If they would have asked me to, <laughs> you know, be over mm. there, I could have done that. I was busy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was over here. <laughs> So that was embarrassing and, and sad and awkward. This is what you
2: miss when you don't see it live. This is the uh, <laughs> what to really see live shows for. The embarrassing shit that they want to cut out. <laughs> uh, that's the reason to keep your
1: cable, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, to see Wyclef and Diddy and Mary J. Blige eat their fucking balls on television <laughs> for everyone to see. Did you see Doja Cat's performance?
2: Oh, I almost forgot to bring it up. Yes, indeed. Okay, I almost didn't even have anything to say. Or I was just like,
1: "Look, she just fucking did that shit." Like the one thing that Neb noticed because we were watching it together, and it was kind of awkward. She 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 starts out in this like like this office attire.
2: The what she was wearing the 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 secretary or you know sexy therapist thing. Yeah. Uh, Look, I had the fucking vapors. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" It definitely started I did not out hard, right? That. She, yeah, had this, I did she had not know the I needed
1: very that. tiny skirt, the little thing, the thing on button, with the very blonde cool. highlights, right? Yeah. So, so she starts out with attention, then does paint the town red, mm-hmm. and she kind of starts tearing at her stuff, and all the girl, like all the girls drenched in like blood or whatever, are standing in oh, front yeah, of her. Oh yeah, the Carrie looking style, yeah. And they're doing this whole thing where you see her messing up her hair in the background. And they're all, like, three women deep, standing in front of Doja Cat, like, you can't see what's going on back here. Yeah. And then finally, they move out of the way to unveil Doja Cat has let her hair down and taken, like, the top shirt off. Yeah. And that's it. Like... no oh, big I, costume change like you might have expected.
2: There, there definitely was a feel like something was supposed to happen. <laughs> and they're so, like, shit, shit, we couldn't do it in
1: time, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> for the whole rest of the demon's performance, she's like, kinda tearing at her shit, but nothing ever yeah. really changes. She's like trying to unbutton her shirt at one point, and it I doesn't know, that... open. Yeah! So oh, it's at like, the end hey, are we of... supposed to get something? At the end of the performance, she's just standing there staring at the audience as they're cheering. And again, it's cut off on the MTV, but it's like a standing O that goes on for like a minute. And every so often, it just cuts back to her, just staring out at the audience like there should have been a bigger ending here. Uh, but I instead,
2: think what happened... I think what happened is these wardrobes are, like, even tighter knit and whatever than ever because they don't want any mistakes to happen. Yeah. So, like, the shit was so tight, she couldn't
1: get out of one of the uniforms in time or some shit. It was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So one thing you don't pick up on the, the highlights here, too, is how bad the camera work was the whole fucking night. Oh, no. They kept cutting back to these, like, handheld cameras, that were, I guess, trying to get, like, raw audience reaction shots. But they were so janky. And what was really bad during the Doja Cat performance was they had floor cameras, and these, like, paper, or it was supposed to be money or whatever, starts flying around the room. Because if you saw the Demon's music video, it's, like, a whole big, like, possession-type thing. the paper. That looks so awful to be in the crowd of... Oh, yeah, because it's just flying everywhere. And so many times, ca- cameras just end up having papers flying and clinging to the fucking lenses. And they're not cutting to the other cameras quick enough. So it's like, you're stuck there just looking at a blurry picture for like a, for like a like second. This is a bad idea right now. It's like, why are they going to any of the fucking cameras on the floor? That's fucking up everything. And oh, I gotta say too, the star of the night in more ways than one, because Taylor, she ended up oh, sweeping God. every God. goddamn major award. Like and the way they kept cutting to her in oh, everything. Like, yes, <laughs> we need
2: Taylor. co Taylor
1: Swift. Yeah, what does uh, Taylor think of the winner? Every fucking time someone's performing or something, is Taylor singing along? We gotta get a picture of her real quick. We gotta <laughs> cut back to her.
3: Sucked.
1: To be like, you're like you're going to
2: an award show tonight, but you're not really going there to enjoy it, no. You're going there to be to have the camera on you to be
1: like, uh, uh. <laughs> they fucking cut back to her. It felt like every single performance. <laughs> and it, it was funny that a couple of times she wasn't into It, it was just like, oh, <laughs> ooh. But they uh, had her she, thumbs down. <laughs> they had her sitting with 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 her bestie, fucking Ice Spice, like oh, yeah, sure, over on the side, right next to where the the acceptance for the speeches were given. So you would see her in the background of like every right, fucking right shot, woman. Yeah, sure. So the part where Mary J. Blige is just tripping over every little thing. You just kind of look over and you see Taylor like checking her phone every couple seconds. It's like, oh no. Hmm. Hmm. So, what's. I don't want to look into the camera because this is getting really embarrassing. <laughs> right? Like, imagine having to be on the whole night and
2: just like, okay, I can't act like this is interesting, guys. I <laughs> Folks,
1: we've got an album also. Can you believe it? My oh, right. god. Overstuffed. Oh, we're going here. We're going there. We're going everywhere. Chef Boyardee overstuffed ravioli in podcast form. It's so <laughs> fucking big, y'all. We got so much shit going on. And this week, it's Animal King once again requesting D12 presents Swifty McVeigh live. Evil. Where evil live? What a Fr- from from 20- twenty? From 2015.
2: <laughs> from, and what a year for a D12-affiliated album. To it come. was a very <laughs> just, good
1: year. Just
2: to see, like, wasn't the other one
1: that we did also from, like, 2018 or something? No, that, like, th- that one was after happening? COVID hit, so that was, like, 2020. Ah, it's like, when did these guys have the contracts to drop their albums? Like, what is happening? So, the the difference here... In the, um, Caniva album, How did he, the get his first? I just don't get... <laughs> he he made a reference of, like, people asking when the next D12 album's coming out, and I'm like, hey, man, don't worry about that shit, I'm doing my own shit. <laughs> and then you rewind five years, Swifty McVeigh on this album says something like, oh, no. hey, y'all, just wait for that next D12 album because it's gonna oh, be... <laughs> And I'm just sitting there like, oh no! Uh-huh. This is why
2: rappers, you can't do this. You can't hype up your pro- next projects no. on your previous project. So many rappers do that. Lupe fucking Fiasco. Uh, will he give up his life of crime or will he stay? Tune in next time on the next Lupe Fiasco album. That's definitely happening. L U P N. Anyone remember that one?
1: L U P N. Remember that one was supposed to come out? <laughs> Like, do you remember watching Mallrats and the weirdest fucking thing is when at the end of the movie, they're just like Jay and Jay, Silent Bob and Suzanne will return in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And it's like three movies later, you see the fucking orangutan and it's like, was it was was that just because they fucked that up at the end at the end of Mallrats and they're like, hey, people are going to be wondering where that monkey is. We gotta give him that monkey eventually. Oh, he was in the comic, too. We, we can't just leave that out. That's true! We're trying to give y'all rap albums more often than not. So, even though we do say it's first come, first serve, we do jump around the request queue a bit, trying to find a rap album from time to time. So sometimes we'll go into the middle of the deck to just try to pick one. But we're we're starting to run out. I'll be honest with y'all, the list is starting to look more and more like rock and other stuff. So, if people want to request rap albums, uh, mm-hmm. maybe Go now's the time. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, supplies are limited. But we did just do the other D12 alumni, Caniva, very, right. very recently. So, now doing Swifty McVeigh right off the heels. Just kind of, I guess... He's still fresh in our minds. So when Kanava pops up on this album again, it's like, oh, yeah, mm mm-hmm. You still got that connection. And annoyingly, and again, I don't want to tell the listeners how to to spend their money, but I do got to give y'all... Well, I was going to say a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. It's a plea. Please. If you're going to request a rap album... Please make sure that the lyrics are available somewhere. (laughs) Because yet again, I'm stuck here not being able to follow along because every single song on Genius has missing lyrics. It's like, okay, there are albums that have lyrics written on these websites, right? Like, Why do we keep hitting the ones that don't? These just happen to be people's favorite albums, RC. People love these, and they're very—they are alone in that. You look on yeah, Spotify, and they're like, no one—no one's even fucking. The websites won't even talk about the lyrics. Someone's
2: got to. Who can we go to? I know the going off crew. If you can find them, and then, you know.
1: You look up this album, the the the, the, Swift, the Swift, Swiftie McVeigh album on G, on um, Spotify. It shows you how many li- how many listens. The songs have. Yeah. Most of these songs, actually, no, I'm just going to go ahead here and say, there isn't a single song on here that has over 35,000 listens. Yeah. This is a deep cut, (laughs) y'all. Actually, no. Love request. the, The title track has 37. 37? I wasn't amazed by this album by any stretch. No, no, not at all. No, R.C. I, I, I'm, I don't want to make this entirely one-sided, but I will admit, I don't have a lot of notes here. But when we do get to things I do have notes on, I will chime in. So okay, just just to you know
2: get on get on with my side of things, you know as the as the D12, you know uh, person who's like, oh, I'm usually able to be like, oh, I can hear the difference in their voices, and I'm usually kind of like, what, you know usually trying to actively parse out what makes one different from the other, right? Like, you know, it basically when you get to con artist, Caniva, and Swifty, that's where it starts to get a little shaky on who's who, right? Like, you know, uh, I think con artist is more of like the the silly you know, puppy dog kind of guy, and Kaniva and Swifty are kind of like, one has a slightly higher uh, Detroit voice, and one has a slightly lower uh, deep Detroit voice, you know what I mean? Uh, So, uh, but for Swifty in particular, it was always kind of like, yeah, what made him stand out was usually like, the descriptiveness that he would give, you know, it would be like, You know, I I wish I had a grenade that I could, uh, you know, squeeze to awake neighbors for acres. And then you hear the blah, blah. It was always that little (laughs) blah. He's always doing that. Um, But and it's and it's so funny how it's just like, oh, man, you know, I'm used to hearing Swifty McVeigh, you know, young, hot, higher voice, slightly higher voice having Swifty McVeigh running around like a, you know, ne'er do well causing trouble. It's not as cute like 30 years later, when you can hear the gristle of the old man oh. in his voice still trying to sound like a ne'er-do-well going around grabbing girls' asses and smacking people over the face. You know, it's just
1: like, uh, this doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> the one thing in that regard that didn't really work for me, how many times this guy... How many times you hear the puke sound effect? <laughs> He is He's shitting? really scraping
2: the bottom of the barrel of these, yeah, Eminem, uh, ad lib, you know, He's uh, shitting background sound
1: and puking, unlike every other song. It's oh like, dude, <sighs> come on. I'm doing this, and then I shit on a face, and then I puke on a face. It's like, yeah. okay,
2: man. Oh, oh my god, can I tell you the first song is so fucking dumb. Okay, so the first song's called Problem, right? And he says, like <laughs> uh he says uh when I get nauseous I throw up <laughs> body parts be cautious you might see me spitting up an armpit Boo!
1: <laughs> that's the only line I have quoted in my notes cause it's so fucking bad Whoa, what was bizarre. that supposed to
2: mean? An armpit? Like, you can't even think of an armpit when you think of like what an armpit by itself looks like, No, you know, like... It's just a <laughs> flap
1: of flesh on its own! <laughs> the fuck is that? Yeah, it's so dumb. You might see
3: me spin up an
2: armpit. Uh-huh. Fly. And then and then the way he ends the verse when he's, like, uh, I'll, I'll, he's like, I'm throwing up on top of them because I'm a problem. It's like, no, you can't end a verse Ooh. with us stretching out a word like that. It's so no. awkward. I'm a problem. And is it just me? Or are there like, maybe it's just by nature of the fact that I can't like tell how many verses there are, but did it feel like there were a lot of fourth verses in these in these albums? Or, or, or were these songs just going on so long where we would just be like, oh my God, there's more. Like, (laughs) just a general exhaustion that would just
1: happen of, oh, this isn't done yet. (laughs) They definitely did go on too long sometimes, yes, I do agree. Like, I swear to God, it would feel like there were times
2: where it didn't even feel like it was two minutes in yet, and it felt like, has the third verse not happened yet? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I got that feeling of, like, this isn't done
1: yet, (laughs) you know? no. You've still got a ways to go.
2: <laughs> so many of these songs. Oh, yeah, that's what I wrote. Swifty. Oh, he sounds so, so old. Now. Like, it sounds like you know, Black George Carlin rapping, like, you know, like... Oh no. Weathered old man still trying to do the childhood pranks. Like he sounds like Dennis the Menace in that uh uh in that Simpsons episode, you know, still trying to fucking oh I'm pulling I'm pulling uh teachers' pants down and and leaving you know gum on the seat and all the kids in the class are like, Who are you? You don't even go here, you're someone's like uncle or something, (laughs) you know? Oh man. And then okay, so but here's the thing. So when he's trying to be, like, the neer prankster, he needs to fucking hang it up. But when he does the, like, this, the like you know, uh, dangerous, you know, descriptiveness, that still kind of hits. So, like, live yeah. evil, where evil live. Awful fucking title. <laughs> awful chorus. Uh, yes! Oh, uh, There's so much melodramaticness in these hooks, where it's like, it just feels like the person on the hook is just slightly too close to you. You know, where it's just like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they're trying to really make you feel the how real this is, but it just feels like it's just like, all right, back up. You know what I mean? I get yeah. it, you know? Um <laughs> But I will say, the descriptiveness of Swift to face still kind of fucking hits. Like, when he goes, uh, he says, like, "Was well, one part where he says, like, yeah, they hang out in tubs to avoid, like, you know, the gunfire. But they forgot that, you know, AKs eat through bricks. So the shit kicks in th- through the doors and all that shit. And I was like, holy fuck. And then that other lyric was like, brains in the back seat, sitting in the lap of a mofo who didn't even know they had beef. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, uh, what was it? Uh, it's like, you can only identify them by their teeth. The murderers at the funeral in the aisle, half sleeve <laughs> and like no. damn. And then policemen hear all this shit on the radio, laughing and eating sandwiches. It's like, oh my god, it's just such a it's such a bleak world that he paints. <laughs> I just wish that these hooks and the beats were better. This is oh the god, missing. I know. Like these beats, it's such a. Oh, you didn't expect an underground rap album to have like acoustic music, did you? But it's so like. It, it, we, You know when Peter Griffin says, like, you know, the Godfather insists on itself, you know, (laughs) like that's what this music is doing. It's so fucking insists upon itself, you know, where it's like, "Ah, come on, you got to respect this, though, because I mean, listen to that real guitar and that real, you know what I mean? Or it's just
1: like, "Ah, but it's just so hammy, you know, Uh, the the only beat I actually wrote down that I really liked was the gooch
3: the Cooch, what a title
1: because it had the it had a Biggie sample and it had an Eminem yeah, sample that was kind of cool and i just liked the hi it, like it just kind of okay. coming through the eminem hi it was just so, like, so
2: I, I that was fun. Like, like that was i did it like i did like that i like i liked everything up till that that fe- like
1: that felt like the remember guys i'm in, i'm related i am well, involved okay, with eminem <laughs> because he's in D12 i couldn't <laughs> help but feel the You know he's not on the album, but he's he's here in spirit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But but like, if anybody else did that, I don't think I don't think we would have had that problem. It just it would have sounded kind of cool. No, Um, the worst song on this album, though, I gotta say, is "Well Known Asshole." Oh my god! Because. Oh Look. man, at the
2: heart of the fucking bullshittery of the, oh boy, the old man's crack, he's got a crack in his back, but he's still gonna pull out that fucking, whatever the hell that slingshot thing is, and, and whip one at you. <laughs>
1: so, first of all, I, I so thought this was gonna be like that one, uh, locksmith song, where it's like, mm. he's taking shots at all these people in the industry, but you know, He's not mentioning him by name. That's like it was famous or whatever. Yeah. When I fucking when I found out that he was the well-known asshole, like, oh my god, no, no, Uh, this is so corny, dude. Please don't do this. But before that, I cannot think of a whacker, a more whack movie. (laughs) to sample in a rap song what? than goddamn spaceballs. <laughs> and it's such a long I clip, too. Can't believe
3: it.
1: How many I assholes can't do we have God. on this ship? I oh, did. fucking hell. Oh. Fuck out of here. Yeah.
3: Man,
2: this is
1: so weird, right?
2: This is like a, this is like a, you know, uh, it was like last time when a uh, con artist had that, you know, sample of like something that I have on my Acid Pro 7.0 thing. It's like, oh, this yeah. is like, whoa, this is like a deep cut movie that I love. Uh, who would expect anyone to sample a Mel Brooks movie? But then there's the second part of my brain where I'm like, why is this here though? <laughs>
1: you know, that was
2: so fucking corny. Oh, my God. And it just goes on for so long, belaboring the point like, yep, no, yeah, no, anyone who knows this, they, they get it.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't need that. Um... Oh,
2: my God. And j- just saying real quick, just the fact that that song is called The Gooch. I don't know why it's called The Gooch. Isn't The Gooch like the, the flap of skin between your like dick and your asshole? <laughs> like, what a... It is
1: another name for the taint.
2: That is true. <laughs> the taint. <laughs> like, what? why is that there? <laughs> Fucking well-known asshole. A- and that's what I wrote. The first thing I noticed was, like, it's these songs right here. That's what I... <laughs> these songs I can't say. Ooh, I'm grabbing girls' asses just to make them mad, and I'll offer a cop a donut. It- th- this is the thing. Like, he runs out of, like, things that are actually, like, offensive and, like, oh, my God. And it'll just be, like, random stereotype things. Like, oh, I'll offer a cop a donut. Like,
1: uh, okay. Like... I kind of felt the same way when he was like cops listening and eating sandwiches. Like uh, what?
2: Yeah.
1: eating sandwiches. Well, I, I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, they're
2: so flippant; they don't care about the corruption that's happening. You know. Well,
1: yeah, but I kind of half expected them yeah. to be eating donuts there too. Yeah, just the specific, yeah, the detail of them like eating
2: Subway sandwiches, like. They're eating donut the sandwiches. Yeah. But then, uh, and then, and then, burger donuts. Like, Oh, that one line, he's like, oh, I'll bang a girl, then vomit on her sofa, then feel up her roommate. (laughs) It's like, okay, like, you're just so Again, because he's always puking. He's always puking and shitting (laughs) all the time. Like, how? This is the thing that's so unbelievable. It's like, okay, so you're a guy who is a piece of shit who can't get chicks, so you're just feeling them up and whatever. But you can also get chicks because you're banging her and you're, you know, but afterwards you're feeling up her roommate because you're that type of guy. It's just like, well, which is it? Like, you know? (laughs) It's just whatever fucking scenario. Then, oh, I'll burp in the first lady's face. Ooh, like, this fucking (sighs) late 90s Mad Magazine panel chicanery. Like, oh, I'll burp in a... Oh, and then I'll vomit. Oh, there'll be a vomit burp in the first lady's face. Oh, oh,
1: so disrespectful. Oh,
2: like, it's just like... Who, who, who's trying to hear this you know he's pissing like, just, shit
1: and farting coming and puking all the time This is that the, have hack, been the
2: name of the album yeah this is the free speech that all these 90s oh. hack comedians still want you know like oh why can't i still say it's like no one's stopping you from being lame just no one wants to hear it anymore because it's not it like this isn't innovative you know what i mean like that's the thing about this shit right it's like this isn't innovative anymore. In the 90s when it was like, oh my god, civil society, we were just come out of the 80s with all of the super, you know, uh, 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 uptight, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 majority America, silent majority thing. You know, it's it, it's you know upending the system to say all the words you're not supposed to say. But now it's like, who fucking cares? Edgelords say this shit all the fucking time, you know? I did like
1: A Day in the Life. I thought it was a pretty good storytelling track, and I liked how, like, the music was sweet compared to how hard and sad the story was yeah but whoever <laughs> they had on the chorus just fucked up the whole vibe for me it's again it's the over dramatic, that melodramatic like it's just
2: it's just too much and, it, it, and it's weird because you think it'd be perfect but it's like you need this shit to like sit in the right level or else it starts to feel like parody right it starts to feel over dramatic right because it's like the what he's saying feels so fucking weirdly intense and specific. Like, yeah, the story, like, I thought it was gonna be, like, oh, just a general, hey, watch your back, be a good dude out here, because, you know, if you're falling with the wrong crowd, you're just gonna get fucked up. But, like, no, it's just a story about him, like, trying to get away from this person who's trying to kill him, and it's like, you think he's safe, but the person just keeps following him? Like, it's like, he's at a fucking funeral and you know he's just like oh I feel like I see a couple assholes you know giving me the stink eye and I'm like man even at a funeral this is bullshit you know like wow you know and then like later on he's at a gas station and someone comes up to him is like hey can I have five dollars and I'm like oh man it's a bad situation and well it could be someone trying to jump me and you never know but hey maybe I'll give him a chance and then all of a sudden he hears like gunfire is like oh shit that person was trying to set him up and he's like what the fuck and it's like, <laughs> like god damn like this man can't fucking drop his guard even for a second it's like it just felt like it was like wherever he went there was just someone trying to kill him for some reason and, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but behind him, there was this fucking DTV drama music playing. And it just it took away the, you know what I mean? The heightening of it, you know? It, it was yeah. so weird. It, it's so weird in a way where it's like, this feels like the right music to be playing underneath it. But because it slightly overplays the hand, it hits that, you know, trash TV quality feel. Where it's like, oh, I can't, like, respect what's happening because it just feels too hokey, yeah. Then we get hurt by love. Which, mm-hmm. wh- this is where I wrote, yeah, the mel- the melodrama's getting too much now, okay? <laughs> so, we, this hook with a, we've all been hurt by a love! <laughs> mm-hmm. The way that they were, like, enunciating with that shadow bow, was just like, okay, this is too much. And then... We- <laughs> what is that this one part where it's like it just felt like the nod to just getting older and just like that that was kind of cool like when, again when he gets descriptive in a way where it's like you really feel the moment where he's like when you get older your body swells up and your cholesterol is saying "Yeah, know what you're working out but that shit's no luck like that was like a, oh shit yeah i get it you know like oh life gets harder right as you get older but then the if you pay attention to the verse it's about him cheating on his wife and catching Symphilis from cheating on his wife Hmm. but him getting mad about love and how it hurts him and love is hurting me but I I don't think it's love that made you cheat on your wife and get yeah (laughs) like I was like what Uh, (laughs) I was trying to figure out what's happening and then oh my god oh yeah so we get back to that story later yeah it's like a two-parter because like it comes back again of like the tumultuous relationship he has and boy Do things not look good in his favor? Like, things just make (laughs) him look even worse as a person if you pay attention to the details of what's happening. But before we get to that, we get to self-destruction, which is, wow, what a, man, I I understand they're trying to do the, you know, rowdy, oh, we're getting rowdy, rowdy on this hook, but it's just a little too hangdog flow-wise. Cause like something happens where it just feels like when the hook hits, it just feels like shit's in the wrong key or something. Cause it just feels like it's just slightly too high in what's happening. And you hear someone in the background, like so when the hook hits, and then you hear someone in the background going, ah, ah, ah it's <laughs> like, we yeah, get drunk. Like, it just feels like like they're going for unhinged, but something feels like slightly too unhinged like like oh yeah no I'm supposed to feel like we're off the hinges on this like roller coaster ride but I'm looking over and I'm seeing like there's actually a latch that has like a nail that's off and I'm like uh you know that's the feeling I got from this song <laughs> oh man but then doesn't matter yeah that was the one oh yeah edited for some reason we said F- the dumb, sh-, and I was like what oh uh-? I didn't catch that yeah because this one was you know again more it sounds more like contemplative for the for the radio you know song but it was like i was listening to i was like did they really did they think this one was going to be a hit because like it's too specific and about something for this to be like oh yeah this can people can relate to this you know what i mean so it was like what what, are they trying to clean up their act because they thought this one was going to be the the hit song like i thought here at a party was more likely to to be the hit song than that one you know? Well, I mean,
1: they they did obviously think that too because they included it at the end of the album, edited for oh some my
2: reason. Oh fucking god! I couldn't believe what was happening
1: when I, when I heard here at a
2: party, and I hear like oh featuring Bizarre and other guy like oh okay, and then I hear you know just see, uh just see like the same title again, and I'm like wait. Uh, but it doesn't have their name on it, and they're like, oh, this must be, like, the original version or something like that. And it's like, nope, Bazaar's on here, and Caniva's on here. I was like, well, then what the fuck? <laughs>
1: like... I don't know why they included that twice. That was really silly. This fucking long enough! <laughs> yeah, we don't need that shit. <laughs> it's an
2: hour and t- 11 minutes. <sighs> and then... And then... Okay, so, past that feeling was a song I wanted to like it felt like it was again it, it's like the signifiers of a song it feels like you're supposed to like and oh jesus christ i just want to mention really quick just bizarre being the exact predictable guy that you think he's yeah. gonna be oh i'm a fucking animal the girls they hate me as soon as i heard hate me i, I heard out just in my head i was like it's gonna be rape me there's gonna be a line about yeah. Rape me yeah and sure of uh, fucking enough I might hear a girl screaming.
1: Ah, oh, he raped! And I'm like, Oh... I'm like, and it's fucking 2015, dude. Oh. Like, this shit was never okay. But it's like, but it's you fucking... haven't changed up your shit in, the, in, like, this whole time. How is this still entertaining to you? Like, you right. know? Like, <laughs> the and same I think, fucking joke. although I don't know, because I honestly don't remember because I wasn't paying that much attention because I couldn't. And... This totally could fall back on skill issue on me, so you know I'm not blaming anyone here. But when, well, when an album doesn't have lyrics to follow along with, for like me to read along with, I think I've mentioned this before in another episode. Well, like I didn't fall asleep this time, but I did fall asleep the other mm. time. Where like, yeah, if my, if my eyes don't have something to focus on, my my brain just shuts the fuck off. But I think. Someone dropped a uh, F-ser F-slur later in the album, I think. Oh,
2: definitely on, because I remember specific, it was on the Gooch, yeah. It was on the Gooch? Goddammit. Again, it. it's like, we, it, all of these D12 albums, it feels like we go like the whole album, and you think, oh, hey, they didn't, and then it just, it's like, oh, whoops, we forgot. <laughs> yeah, oh, no.
1: We had to sneak it in at the last minute.
2: <laughs> oh, we, how could we forget? Ah, we got to hit you with the classics. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Um, so going back to it, though, because uh, what is it? Because I, I have to get out my... Re- There's no other place where I'm going to get out my feelings on these specific <laughs> fucking songs. Uh, so past that feeling, it, it's like a storytelling track, but he's just not putting any flair into the description of this story. Like, it's just such a nothing story about a, like, relationship that seems in general fine, like... But because he meanders with the details, I'm just so not interested, like, like, because it starts off where he's like, well, no, it starts off with the fucking Will Smith sample, where it's like, okay, um, I was like, okay, I I read the Will Power book, too, when I was 15, you know, (laughs) Uh, and, and, you know, and then it starts off with him saying, like, you know, it sounds like he's at a roller rink or something like that, or, or, like, or, or uh, like, pulling up in his car at a roller rink or something. Because he's, like, he goes, like, oh, I saw a girl drive by. I busted a Yui. Oh, oh, she's gone. Well, anyway, then I talked to this other girl, and I was, like, wait, what? <laughs> and then it's, like, oh, uh and then I saw this other girl, and she was pretty cool. And, but anyway, fuck her, because she wasn't trying to listen to me. So then I saw this other girl, and I was, like, wait, you you got to, like, three girls now. Like, I didn't... <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm barely able to pay attention to where you're going with the story. You're not putting any interesting flair in it. And then it's just like, a, I'm not sure if this is what the story's supposed to be about. <laughs> you know where are we going you've got to give me some sort of track so i can care this just feels like a guy who's just failing and and barely even trying so i don't know i'm supposed to care you know um and then what, he tr- tries to put a little lyricism into one lyric but it's just so nothing where he's like oh yeah i'm about to hit on you girl this heterosexual grand imperial wanna know where you stand and i ain't playing and i'm mm-hmm. like oh Oh, how romantic, I guess. <laughs> it's just like nothing he would say. Like, everything he's saying just felt like, you know, that the try-hard verse. you know? Like, your sweet tender touches grow something off the duchess i want you for self like well so play me closely uh, bitch is paranoia for my sting you want to most of me only a hard doesn't want to be calling me cousin you know it's like what are you what is this brag you know what i mean it was those type of brags where i mean they didn't have the fucking lyrics so it was like i couldn't find this spe- one that was interesting enough to right. write down but it was like just everything he was saying just felt like such a like why would any chick care about what you're saying right now <laughs> you know um Then, Ain't Coming Home again, the uh, the voice on the hook just didn't sound mixed right. It just felt too bad. No!
1: What was going on there? It's like they had two (laughs) people trying to sing along and, like, they weren't (laughs) synced up, so it just sounded awkward and weird. And it's like, because one person did
2: sound fine in the mix, and another person sounded like it was like, why are you here? The other person sounds like they're doing it all right, you know? Um, and and this verse, though, like, I did at least like the song, though, like, what it was about was about, like, killing someone and then like dealing with the consequences you know where he's just like you know like the uh, uh you know i know what i did was wrong and you know the mom of the person who killed him you know threw a fucking pizza at me or something like that and, like said, <laughs> i don't give a fuck you know and it's like but you know he's like been you know bowed his hand he's like no i deserve this you know what i mean i deserve to take this hell and sit with it you know uh, so I was like, okay, that's something at least. You know, it's like, hey, I ain't coming home, you know? So it's like, I just wish, like, whenever there is a concept song, it's always the best, like, song, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I just wish he would just focus on it more and actually do like a hook that didn't like oversell the emotion, you know? Um And then you get hard to breathe where Oh my god, this was the one with so first of all, this acoustic instrumentation, which just makes it sound so phony, it just like so over dials the the feeling but then when i hear the story it's just it's so over the top that i'm like i, I can't help but feel like it matches it you know because okay these are the details that i caught i don't know if you caught what was happening but it's like probably oh. not <laughs> you know the kids walked in and caught me throwing a bottle of bourbon and missing my wife's just missing my wife's forehead and my, my kids are saying oh go to go to sleep daddy sleep it off and While I've got a shoe on my wife's neck, and oh, I'm sitting on the couch thinking, damn, I should have listened to Oprah, and I'm like, (laughs) it's like, oh, but good ass pussy don't make you don't keep you focused, and I'm like, I don't think that's the problem, guy. I don't think it's oh, the pussy's just so good I couldn't focus. Oh, man, and he's like, oh, my nose was open, but I was closed to it because of your motives, and it's impossible to smell your roses because it was a thorn in my side. Like, uh, what, what? Like, you sound like you're trying to abstractify shit to try to, in some way, be like, oh, well, both of us are. And I'm like, nah, bro, What? you don't just, you don't just throw out, uh, I just missed you with a bottle of bourbon and put a fucking... Uh, goddamn shoe on your neck and have to be like look when it's these type of things like you know Eminem was usually pretty good about like making it like as clear as possible that the violence was at best mutual you know like things happening right where it's like oh, you know, you thought because you were a girl, you could just slap me, and so that was fucked up, and so now I'm reacting to that, and and it's actually because you cheated on me first, and da-da-da, you know what I'm saying? Like, Eminem like, sets it up to be like, you would understand why I'm mad, right? You know? With this, it's like, you just threw me in the scene with what? You just you just got done throwing a bottle of bourbon that just missed your wife's... Like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information, you know? And I'm like... And, and then afterwards, trying to be like, oh, man, when pussy gets you caught up, I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? And no. The, can I tell you something? That doesn't prepare you for how the song ends. Because then... It, Then it's like, after all of that, I'm like, oh my God. After all of this awful shit that this man is completely needs to be away from this woman. The detail that you finally get is, oh, I closed my eyes and, you know, I'm willing to accept my fate until I see that that bitch paid my bail and apologized. And I don't know why. And I'm just Mm -hmm. sitting here cold. Just (laughs) like with this information just in my head rent free. Now this is this woman that you just did all of the things that you described just paid your bail and let you out. And I, I, I and there's no more detail after that. We're just left. to like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> a rough like, one. Yeah. I'm like, what in the fuck is happening, man? And it's not like very clear that like, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. I'm such a piece. You know what I mean? It's not like a, wow. Can you believe that I could have been this for, per- you know what I mean? It's not like a, oh, I've come out on the other end and this is what I was. It's like a, maybe this just happened last week, you know, like... Right. Oh, man. And then we get getting dirty and... If I was sick of the fucking acoustic (laughs) real sounding fucking beats. Mm. Oh, 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 maybe maybe you're tired of that. Maybe, maybe you need the fake. Maybe we need to lean into the the fucking digital 2007 fucking production sounding chip tunes. Uh, 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 Blackberry phone sounding shit. Jesus Christ. Oh, and this is the one where he said, this is the most confusing. Again, he's fucking Dennis the old ass menace. Dennis the Curmudgeon. Like I was an A student, always feeling on asses in classes. Bitches Mm. was afraid to report sexual harassment. No. Wait. So you were an A student, (laughs) but but you were also like, you know, because usually it's like, oh, I'm a piece of shit and I don't, you know, I don't care about class and I'm feeling up the teacher. But you're a student that's doing well, and it's like this paints a different picture. This this is like. Oh, the guy's doing well and Well, we don't want to make waves with the guy who's raising up our, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this this is worse. Like, um, and then, but again, this is the thing where he's also trying to play both sides, where he's like, oh, but I'm also getting pussy. Chicks are giving me pussy for free because I'm just that cool, but I'm also the loser who has to feel up chicks. Like, what? Like, you know, and then he mentions, like, oh, I roofied a girl just to steal her wallet, though. Like, uh, uh, like okay. And and then he, there's another line where it's like, oh, I'll stalk a woman on Wall Street just to get all her cheese. And it's like, uh, uh,
3: oh,
2: oh. Like, doesn't that feel a little underwhelming from where you thought that was going to go? Like, a, yeah. oh, I'm going to stalk a woman on Wall Street. Like, oh, God, he's going to, you know, stab her in the ass and then throw her off of the building, you know, <laughs> to recreate the 1920s stock. You know what I mean? Like, a, oh. oh. You know, that would have been something, but. Oh, I'll stalk her on Wall Street just to get all of her cheese. Like, mm. okay, yeah, like you could have done that to anybody, not just someone on Wall Street. I,
1: you know. And again, I guess by like twenty fifteen, your expectations are just kind of just like that is like a as would be like basic, but like acceptable some years oh, right. ago, but yeah. not so Fuck much those now. Guys,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> and then no love. Another, I'm cool and I don't care because the city's dark and blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's a bleak life and whatnot. And then Funeral, uh, cool beat. Uh, I, I thought that this was the best beat on the fucking album because it was so goddamn epic. But it was just a bunch of empty threat raps. The, the most interesting thing was the hook of him. And I feel like, it, like it's the thing where it's like, this is the most interesting thing of him saying, oh, I'll go to your block and shoot up your funeral, you know? Like... Like that's the really, you know, hyperbolic thing that he says he'll do. But it's like, at this point, as someone who's listening to D12 songs, like, you know, that's supposed to be like, oh my god, can you believe the this ne'er do well, this evil guy would shoot up your beautiful? But it's like, I could swear I've heard at least like twelve lines about, oh, a place that's sacred, but I'll do something not, you know, yeah, exactly. There, like, it's like the fucking, the best ones are where it's like specifically descriptive, right? Where it's like oh, you know, uh, I'll fuck up your pallbearers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, ah. Who are carrying or they Like, that's specific of, like, oh, they're carrying your coffin, and I'm kicking them in the stomach.
1: Like, oh, that's <laughs> something. I'm just still giving them the stone-cold stunner as they're carrying the coffin.
2: <laughs> right, like, not, I, I can't let you rest fuck. even in death. But, like, when it's just, like, oh, I'll just throw a bomb at your funeral. It's like, okay, like, will you? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> uh, like, are you really? Like, you know, and, and also, like, the person's dead. They don't know. They can't see it happening. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, although I find that really funny, the, the reciprocal thing of like, oh, man, I'll go to your funeral and shoot you the fuck up. I don't give a shit. And then earlier he's got this song about like, man, I don't know why people don't go to funerals and why people don't respect people anymore. I was just at a funeral, and someone was giving me the evil eyes. Like, I don't understand why things got to be like this. It's like, motherfucker, you
3: were just... Uh. (laughs) Like,
2: is this like some sort of, you know, Buddhist Zen thing where it's like, oh, no, I I am the guy who does the thing, but I'm also the guy, like, you know, who's on the other side of the situation. Like, what is happening with this album? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. And then, now, uh, again, the story raps are where this album fucking shines agreed fuck that that was like again it's like it's a bit of an aimless story but at least it's a cool story where it's like he gets again this man cannot go to any fucking gas station (laughs) 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 He, he is just it's fucking on site this guy just got one of those faces (laughs) <laughs> that he's got a very punchable face A very shootable like, face he, Like I think it's just th- You know sometimes like Hey sometimes Someone just confuses someone With someone else I think he's just got like a Generic enough of a face Where it's just like Hey is that that guy <laughs> Oh sure Yeah <laughs> Like he just can't get to break <laughs> So, and, you know, maybe it doesn't help that you keep going to people's fucking funerals and shooting people up. You know, you ever think, you ever think some of the energy is just coming back on you, man? Yeah, you got a (laughs) reputation, and you can't be mad at them for that. Yeah, like, oh, the woe is me song about how we got problems in the hood, and, but I'm not gonna stop doing what I'm doing. It's like, okay, but what you're doing is contributing to it. (laughs) Yeah. We've got to start facing our demons, man. And the demons are really obvious, man, you know? It's not like (laughs) subtle things, you know? It's not like a, oh, I don't understand why this is happening it's a very one-to-one thing oh man just go one week without randomly shooting up a funeral and just see what happens the next time you go to a funeral just see what happens see what happens
1: <laughs> you, just, yeah, just, just give it a try
2: <laughs> oh the reciprocal violence never ends but yeah fuck that is at least a fun one because it's like okay he almost gets robbed at gunpoint then he runs uh, off to a party and then you know a girl dances on him then this one guy comes up like Oh what the fuck That's my girl Dancing You know what I mean And every time In the situations, He's just like You know Should I Like chill Should I not do The thing that I want to do
1: Ah fuck that Fuck <laughs> like, that Yeah, yeah. I-, I liked the whole Approach And the whole thing Of the song Like Yeah it itself Was whatever But it was different And I guess I just appreciated Oh he's going for Something funny And unique here and It's kind of like Oh is-, is this why Detroit is the way it is Cause everybody's uh... just going Man fuck that <laughs> <laughs>
2: this Good is the mentality day. that's keeping you down. <laughs> and the one lyric, oh my, I did like the one lyric uh, that he says, like, man, you know, you can't, you can't just, like, help anyone out out here, because, you know, it's like, yo, man, like, you know, it'll be someone in preacher's clothes that'll have you face down in a church, beat up, tied up to an organ. Well, anyway, <laughs> like... Just the way he just goes, like, the way he's so casually, like, man, sh- motherfuckers in the D you ought to really be down bad. Because, like, the way he just so yeah. casually talks about it, like, like this has got to be, this is a fucking, you know, catastrophe call of, like, we've got to do something about this. This is like a fucking call, a call for help of, like, yeah, man, you know, in Detroit, like, you can't trust preachers because, like, they could also be someone trying to get, it's like, wow, they're, like, it if it gets this bad, we've got to do something. When when the common thief on the street feels that they need to stoop so low and it is so casual that they are stooping so low to to steal from a preacher and take his clothes to rob from other people like Shit is bad, man! <laughs> like You gotta I,
1: declare a state of emergency at
2: r- some point. I could, I could never be the president of a country and hear that <laughs> is happening in my country and just be like, nope, steady as she goes, people. Everything's fine. <laughs> ah, what can I do? <laughs> right, Wow. what are you gonna do? Look, uh, uh, there's just some things you have to deal with when you're running a country. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> that can't just be collateral damage. Like, where the common man can't trust his fucking local preacher. <laughs> nah. Oh man, and then we get the gooch, and the oh my god, the line, "I'm not your ordinary type of rapper, bro. You're a Caitlyn Jenner boop out of fashion show." <sighs> it wasn't even Swiftie McVeigh that said it. It was
1: just this other asshole. It's like, yeah, who the yeah, fuck, who are the you fuck is that guy? Is that <laughs> yeah. the same guy who was like fucking up the vibe in that earlier song, just being like Mr. Super Aggro, just like throwing know. off the vibe of
2: the chorus. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And, it sounded and the, like
1: it, I don't know. The way
2: they end the song and the album, where the, one of them says, like, oh, yeah, this is the hardcore shit, edgelord rapper, and this is what I'm going to end it on. Oh, I'm going to send you to the opposite of God, bitch. It's like, what? what no. Are, are, are you afraid to say the devil? Like, why? <laughs> like, you wow, know what I mean? that's why the fuck fucking is... terrible. Yeah, that's such a dumb, like, Ooh, I'm gonna send you to AC Double Hockey Sticks. Like... Oh, <laughs>
3: oh
2: man, uh, that sucks. Suck. Um, I give this a one and a half. This is
3: whoa!
1: Fucking <laughs> Holy shit! Wow!
2: This is fucking
1: trash. I was not expecting that. I uh, I actually walked away with a three, but that's what? only because I was I gave the songs pretty average ratings. Generous muse over here. I mean, I guess. <laughs> It really, it really did benefit from not having the lyrics because I think if I did, if I was able to read along more, I would have quoted more, and I probably would have hated the songs more and really absorbed how awful some of these songs were. Yeah, because like again, I gotta admit, my brain kind of does tend to zone out, and when I zone out, the albums get a pass. So, uh, Swifty McVeigh passes on a technicality. Right but, in the middle. Uh, <laughs> right in the... It didn't disturb me one way or the other. That's still not a compliment. mind your P's and Q's, Buster, because my eyes are on you. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, man. folks, that about does it for this... This action-packed <laughs> episode of Going Off Podcast. Podcast <laughs> Smasher. Big, big thanks to Jean Jlin for joining us earlier in the episode here. That was a long time in the making, and the interview, whatever you wanted to call it, discussion segment uh, went even better than I expected it would, and I definitely want to try to get her on the show again sometime in the future just to shoot this shit. She definitely vibed with the the whole feel of the show, just kind of natural fit, Um, so that's always cool to find. Uh, Make sure to check her out. Um, The album... Uh, looking at my damn ceiling again. Is streaming on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, every fucking where. And if you want to follow her on TikTok uh, for the update videos, I recommend that too. But if you have an album that you would like to request for a future episode of the show, you head on over to our Kofi at ko dot com slash. I, I did the
2: I did the slash guitar bit from uh, uh black or white. Was that him? I think so, yeah. Because I think Michael Jackson... Oh my god, you're right. I think Michael Jackson is a dude where it's just like, if I get you, you're the guy who does this now. (laughs) Wow,
1: okay. Slash, going off, (laughs) G-O-I-N-O-F-F to request an album to be reviewed on a future episode of the show. Um, I think we upped the price a little bit because the queue was getting a little unruly yeah, again. someone just did a double request and we're like, okay. <laughs> you know, we got to keep it in line somehow and that's really the only way we know how. Demand skyrocketed. You all saw it. <laughs> you all saw it. You all took part. But anyway, um, we will get to all your requests sooner or later. And uh, you make sure to follow us on all our socials. We got the Twitters. We got the Patrons. We got the individual Kofi's. All right. that good stuff. We got all the links in our link trees in the description. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify or watching us on YouTube, it should be down there. That's right, and if you go
2: to patreon.com slash rapcritic, you can uh, uh, support your boy with the specific things that I'm doing over there uh, uh, for the ongoing donations. Uh, So yeah, Kofi is for the one-time donations for requests uh, for going off, as well as for kofi.com slash rapcritic if you want to request a a movie for my review, a new podcast, or a song for my uh, main show that I do, or as well for a live stream, because we be kicking it with these uh, live streams, people be making requests, and I be getting down with these absolute uh, best oh man we are having a good ass time the next one i've got requested is elton john and oh boy are we gonna be man this man had nothing but banger after banger and then i'm going to be ending it on the road to el dorado because you know we had to throw some respect on that soundtrack's name that is not on fucking spotify and you know what i mean by it. it's not on spotify the fucking cool movie versions of the song aren't spo- aren't on spotify the the album version that's the you know the Peebo bryson fucking uh uh covers of the songs from the oh Disney yeah movie, those are on on Spotify, was like, no, I want the version with the Spanish guitar and shit. They don't have that on Spotify, <laughs> so ah. So we're gonna be we're gonna be making sure that people get that and, and getting that on the playlist, and then will be made available uh, afterwards on the Patreon at patreoncom critic where you can you know chat with me and fellow fans on the Patreon Discord and all that fun, sexy stuff. I gotta remember uh, to do my shilling for the stuff that I have. <laughs>
1: gotta remember to do your dance. At the Space
2: that's right. Jam. That's right. That's jump through the hoop. <laughs> Whoa!
1: But no, no, no. Uh, but yeah, remember that. Remember that was a Family Guy with Stewie. <laughs> you can't quote Family Guy twice in this episode. Oh, I God. don't. What was the other one? Oh no, I'm over Family Guying. Ah, this is what I do in real life, and I'm spilling it up. <laughs> you you quoted the uh, the fucking what opinion would have you like this fucking. Peter Griffin haven't watched The Godfather or didn't ah, like The Godfather. Ah, ah, ah. It insists upon itself, Lois.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <sighs> but, eh, eh, any fucking way. Uh, let, let,
1: let, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is it for going off with Rap Critic and Muse. Thank you very much for spending your time with us. It means so, so much. But until the next episode, until then, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic, and pick up the pace of sick of shaking my booty for these fat jerks.
2: Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Royal Jelly, I got a new song. It's on Spotify, so go check that out. Royal Jelly, look it up. Uh, it's, it's a new song. Get with it, act like you want it. Woo. Ooh. <laughs>
3: Ooh. Ooh. There
2: you go. Now, how enthusiastic. Ric Flair would be jealous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh keep that all. <laughs>